Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. This is Rash in the goddamn morning in the place to be. What's well, good? Uh, there was no lack of excitement this past weekend in the wildcard weekend. Let's get right into it. So let's just go climatic from the rip. So everyone expected the New Orleans Saints to come out of this game with, as the winner. And the Minnesota Vikings essentially shocked the world. I tell you right now, I thought the Saints were going to win. Uh, it seemed like the best offense, one of the best offenses in the league, a great run stop defense. But I did think the Vikings were going to stifle them. The Vikings, say what you want about them, they have had a great defense for several years. They just needed the quarterback to get them going. Uh, my initial thought from this game is Drew Brees and the Saints might have folded, and I'm not ready to talk about it. Now, it sounds crazy to say that when he goes 26 for 33 for 200 yards, he had an interception and had a touchdown. He seemed to wake up halfway through the game, but I just you can just see it. He's losing the arm power. He's losing it. He's not that same deep shooter like he once was. You see when Taysom Hill comes into the game, that big spark, that's what they need. I, this is a might be a bit of a hot take, but it might be time for the Saints to move on from Drew Brees. I think, I think as of right now, I think the fat lady's like singing her open, singing her opening song. Put it that way. All uh, the Vikings came to play here. They stuck to their strategy, and that's running the ball with Dalvin Cook. He had twenty eight carries for ninety four yards and two touchdowns. And also had three receptions for 36 yards. He was given a lot of screens, and he did his damage. Adam Thielen led the game with 129 yards on seven receptions. Uh, Adam Thielen, he was struggling to get healthy toward the end of the season, but he was here to play today, one of my favorite receivers. And Stephon Diggs had a quiet game, but he had catches when he needed to. Kyle Rudolph had the game-winning touchdown. And had four catches for 31 yards. Kirk Cousins outplayed Drew Brees here throwing for 242 and one touchdown. As crazy as that sounds. Uh, they kept them out of the running game. The running game was not very good. Alvin Kamara had 21 yards rushing. Latavius Murray had 21 yards rushing. This leading running back was Taysom Hill. Who, by the way, the Packers cut. But that's not the point here. Uh, Michael Thomas was doubled the majority of the game. He only had 70 yards on the day. And a shock to many, a shock to many, including myself, but I don't think I'm overreacting when I say I think it's time to move on from the Drew Brees. Because he, he heats up in a regular season. He has great numbers, but that long season gets to him, and he's – He's he's a forty year old quarterback, man. You can't we can't just act like it's not getting to him. Uh moving on, we have probably one of the most not so climactic games here. Uh the Seahawks and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles had a home game here. Carson Wentz's first start at home in a playoff game, and he goes out in the first quarter. Is he injury prone? No. He's had some injuries over the past. He's finally gotten healthy, and he got knocked out with a concussion. Like, what? 
what does one do? It's a concussion. Once you're out, you're out. It's over. You're not playing again. And there are reports saying, like, it was really bad, but, you know, I don't want to get into speculation, but they ruled him out for a reason, and it pretty much derailed the Eagles from the very start of the game. Josh McCown came in and tried his best, but the final score was 17-9. The same score that it was in the regular season. Russell Wilson had 325 yards and one touchdown, but the real big game player here with DK Metcalf, uh, the rookie with 160 yards on seven catches and a touchdown. He had a huge game. Huge game. Russell Wilson gave him your usual, only 17 points, but he got the job done. Josh McCown for the Eagles was 18 for 24 with 174 yards. Again, I respect the dude. He tried his very best. And 18 for 24 is pretty good if we're like if we're actually looking at it. But when I seen a 40-year-old Josh McCown running read options and hitting the edge, I was like, okay, he wants it. He's trying to get it. Uh, They fought hard, but overall Philly just didn't have enough. I think they were battered the whole entire year, and even if they won, they would have had to go to Green Bay, and I don't want to talk about what would happen if we got a chance to play the Eagles again because I'm trying to hurt them. Uh, for Seattle, they only scored 17 points on a seemingly battered Philly team. Get uh, kudos to Philly for playing hard till the end. But I don't think they're favorites going to Green Bay. I know I'm the big Green Bay advocate here, but I still think Green Bay is the most dangerous, and I think we can beat the Seahawks. There's a few things to worry about, obviously, but I think this is a game where I'm, I I don't fear them. So Seattle moves on, and so does Minnesota. Minnesota will be playing San Francisco, and Seattle will be going to Green Bay. All right, moving on, we have the AFC matchups that were on Saturday. The late game, the Tennessee Titans took on the New England Patriots in Foxborough. The Patriots only allowed defense only their defense only allowed thirteen points, and even got an interception. So what does that tell you? Their offense couldn't get jack shit. Tom Brady had once again a struggling game. Nobody could get open. I had a feeling that Tennessee that Tennessee defense was going to give them problems. That Tennessee defense is sneaky good. And I just want to say, oh, God damn it. I just want to share great linebacker play. Number 54 for the Titans, Rashawn Evans. I think it came at some point in the fourth quarter. He was on everything. He was hitting everybody. And he, I think he pretty much denied them of the end zone. I think they forced him to kick a field goal. Or maybe that's when Julian Edelman got that swing around touchdown. But I just wanted to mention that number 54 is an honorable mention for player of the game. Now, Derrick Henry had 200 yards of total offense. He was a bruiser. He was a nightmare for this Patriots team. And he ultimately led to their demise. The Titans' defense held them at 13, even though their offense is struggling. And the Titans' offense did just 
enough to get past that great Patriots defense. They committed to running the ball. They never went away from it. And Tannehill got it done when they needed him to. So the Titans will move on to play the Ravens next week in the super high-powered Ravens. That'll be an interesting game. The Titans have a defense. I mean, the Ravens have a defense where they can stop the ball, but Derrick Henry is seems to be a different breed of guy when it comes to running backs. Same could be said for the Ravens offense. Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson alone are quite a handful. So they're going to be playing next week. Then we have the Bills and the Texans. The Bills at one point led, I believe, 19-0 or 16-0 after halftime. The Bills had this game uh, in the first half. Deshaun Watson and company were not very good on offense. They played very sluggish. And they didn't wake up to the second half. But boy, they woke up. They woke the fuck up. They walked in kicking indoors. Starting off with Deshaun Watson taking a read option to the house. They ended up with 19 unanswered to tie the build and go into overtime. Uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a young quarterback and he showed his age with this playoff game. He made a lot of just a lot of mental errors, a lot of mental errors. And on the other side, Deshaun Watson was pure magic. He was breaking tackles in the pocket. He was getting hit by two linebackers at once and breaking out of tackles. He was straight up magic, and they deserved to win this game. Started off with the read option touchdown. Then Deshaun Watson goes over top to Watkins. I mean, not to Watkins, to DeAndre Hopkins for the big play, which led them to another touchdown. Houston ultimately tied the game. The Bills folded. They crumbled before our very eyes. I think it's one of those games. It's it's on Josh Allen. He can learn from it. But he definitely had a hand in him losing this game. Just a lot of poor clock management and field management. They knocked themselves out of field goal range after a lot of bad sacks. A lot of stupid penalties. And now the Bills are home because of it. The Texans will be playing the high-powered Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes versus Deshaun Watson. Now we have the playoff matchup. This is going to be a great game. This can A lot of things can happen in this game. The Chiefs have a, a better defense, but still it, it can be exposed. And you can say the same thing about the Texans. They are, their secondary can be exposed, but J.J. Watt, is still J.J. Watt. Even with the torn, coming off the torn bicep, he's still playing like an animal. He was another key reason for the Texans when he never let up and he kept hitting Josh Allen all game. Uh, it, definitely an exciting wild card weekend. Could we ask for anything more? Now we have predictions. Vikings and 49ers. I think the Vikings will lose, but they'll give a blueprint for the Packers to win the week after. I got the 49ers winning. 20, it'll be 24-19 or like 24-17. I say more than less six. Six is the magic number here. 
you know, Titans have Ravens. I think the Titans will give them a run, but I think after a while they'll get rained out on. I'll say like 31-14. I think the Ravens are going to put it on them. They'll give them, a, and it's not going to happen until the second half, though. The Ravens aren't going to pour it on until the second half. Boom. Texans at Chiefs. This might be a high flyer, ladies and gentlemen. I'm saying like 41-37 or 40-37, matter of fact. This is going to be a high-scoring one. Then we got Packers, Seahawks. <sighs> Boy, if you don't know nothing about me, you must know that I really don't like Seattle, man. I hate Seattle. However, I think the Seahawks are not at full strength. I think they're a very beatable team. They're very good, but very beatable. I think the Packers are the most dangerous because nobody thinks that we can do shit. So with that being said, I think the Packers will win. I'll say a score of 30-24. Nah, 30-25. Exactly 30-25. They'll be playing at 640. That'll be the last game on Sunday. And that's all we have for today in Rash in the Morning. I'm just out here working on books and playing games. You know what I mean? Check me out on Amazon. That is Rashawn Riggins. Storm Cry and Reign of the Fallen are out now. And book three is coming soon. Have a great day. It's been real. Go Pack Go. Hello. Is anyone there? I've managed to survive the pandemic. I've been trapped in a bunker for the past three months. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Rash in the morning, live and in the flesh. And if you are listening to this, you have survived so far in this pandemic world that we are now in this Hunger Games adjacent world we are in, about to transition into going into 2021. And I'm your host with the most rash in the morning so what do we talk about here in rash in the morning uh i don't remember uh do sports do video games that's all i've been doing in pandemic is playing video games and writing a new book that'll be out on amazon early next year i'll tell you more later anyway shout out to the four listeners i hope you survived during these times and if you have that's fantastic let's get right into it we are in week 14 of the NFL season, and things are heating up, to say the least. Let's get right to it. If you know me, if you've been listening for a while, but if you don't know, I'm a Packers fan. G's in, G's up, packed in, packed out. Get a pack and flip it back. The 12th hour. Here we are. Let's just start with that. The Packers won 31-24 to take a 10-3 record onto the season. And due to a team losing, they are now in first place. What do I think of the Packers win? Well, you're supposed to beat the Lions. Credit to the Lions. Matt Stafford put up a great show, like he always does. Very very underrated. Next up, we got the Colts and the Raiders. The Colts have put up another another stellar performance by Philip Rivers and company. Uh, I always I always recall when the Packers played the Colts a few weeks back, and we made Philip Rivers look like Killafil. And I was like, "Well, god dang it, 
That is not pleasant. Uh, so the Colts, Colts look pretty strong in NFC South. Tied up with the Tennessee Titans, who the Packers play in a few weeks, which I'm thinking of as a nightmare currently. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Next up, the Falcons and the Chargers. This game was climactic, but anticlimactic at the same time. It was kind of a struggle for both teams. The Los Angeles Chargers had a lot of just just small errors that personally drive me insane if it was my team. And they somehow stuck it out and won this game. Justin Herbert looks like a really good quarterback. I know I haven't been here in a while and haven't been able to give my opinions of these quarterbacks or whatever, but I'll get into it as the time goes. Joe Burrow is still the best quarterback of this draft. I don't care. I'm upset that he's hurt. I blame Cincinnati. They did him just like Carson Palmer. I'm getting off subject. Let's just keep going. Washington beat the 49ers 23-15. The last time we did an episode of this podcast, the they were called the Redskins. And now they're not. Doesn't bother me much, but eh, why not get a name? Anyway, they won 23-15. Not so stellar play from Alex Smith, but again, last time we did this podcast, Alex Smith was... We don't know where Alex Smith was, so shout out to him. Uh, I hate the 49ers, so I'm happy they beat them. Just keep them out of the playoffs. Washington's defense looks absolutely stellar with Chase Young leading the pack and Montez Sweat. If they can get their offense together, Washington can be a really, really good team out of that terrible division. Uh, NFC, we're not even getting to the NFC East right now, but maybe we are. Let's keep going. Uh, the Saints lost to the Eagles 24-21 with the Eagles starting their new quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Turmoil in Philly now. Whatever think of this game, uh, the Saints. I have a lot of question marks for the Saints. I don't think they ran with Taysom Hill too much. Ever since Drew Brees got hurt, I felt like Alvin Kamara didn't get the ball enough like in space. Like, you know, on those swing routes. But I think he's getting better over time, Taysom. He's been, he got the ball to Michael Thomas. They played much better in the second half. But the first half issues kind of plagued them. Uh, that's a loss for the Saints, and because they lost that game, the Packers are now in first place in the NFC due to a tiebreaker. So we got to see how New Orleans does uh, over these last couple weeks, but also Philly, because as bad as their record is, they can still win the NFC East and host a playoff game. I know. It's 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 absolutely terrible. Uh, what else we got? We got the Steelers and the Bills. The Bills won this one 26-15. Uh, so the Steelers just coming off a surprise loss last week to the Washington football team. They lose again uh, to the Bills. The Bills look very strong out of the NFC East. Buffalo, you know, they got they got weapons for a young Josh Allen. They got they drafted some decent running backs. They're, you know, they get the job done. Then you got him, Stephon Dix. You got him, Cole Beasley. You got him, guys. And the dudes can play, and their defense was already pretty good. So things are looking up for Buffalo. They are leading their division. 
And tonight we have the Ravens and the Browns. This is an interesting game because both teams really need to win this. The Browns, if they lose, they, they're only in a wild card because they both have to catch the Steelers. And the Ravens are essentially fighting for their playoff lives because midway through the season, they took a couple stumbles and also had to play a lot of good teams in the first part of the season. Let's not forget that, too. Anyway, feels like there's a lot. Oh, I am missing a few games. I thought I was about to say. The Seahawks dominated the Jets 40-3. to I mean, I, the Jets are an absolute joke. Sorry to say, they're 0-12 now. I don't even know. It's it's embarrassing. Anyway, there's not much really to say. Russell Wilson is absolute stellar. He is about third or fourth place in the NFC race. So you know what he's up to. DK Metcalf and company, they're, they're a great team. They should win that. And we got the Cardinals and the Giants, 26-7. Daniel Jones coming back from the hamstring injury didn't look too good. Uh, Mobility has really suffered since that hammy. Uh, the Card- Cardinals should have won this game, though. You know, they got a much better team. They're trying to poise for the playoffs realistically. You know, with Kyler Murray, they got Hopkins in the offseason. So, good for them. I suppose beating an NFC East team is cool. Cowboys beat the Bengals. The Bengals, the only team that is worse than NFC East. Cowboys won 30-7. I guess this is supposed to be a bright spot in their dastardly season. Uh, you know, I'm all for Dallas Lander, so I don't have anything positive to say about Dallas. Let's just keep it going. The Bears dominated the Texans 36-7. Deshaun Watson had just nothing. He was just, just no help getting swarmed by that Chicago defense. Khalil Mack. Force fumble, fumble recovery. I think he had a touchdown. I don't know. I don't know at this point. He's just a nightmare on the defensive end. Next thing we got Broncos and the Panthers. Drew Locke had four touchdowns this game. Uh, the Panthers fought back late. They were out of it for the majority of the game. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater and company just couldn't get it done. Even without Von Miller, they still have a great defense. Next up, we got the Chiefs and the Dolphins, 33-27. The Dolphins stayed through it throughout the game. They have a good defense to stifle Patrick Mahomes when he can. Mahomes had three picks, uh, but, you know, it's still hard to stop him. He is the human buzzsaw. It's it's just so hard to stop that team. But credit to the Dolphins for fighting this far through. 33-27, I think, is a resp- very respectable score for the Dolphins. And, you know, they're trying to race for the NFC East spot. I think they're a game behind Buffalo now. Not a bad way to go out at all against Kansas City. Vikings beat the Buccaneers 26-14. Vikings had so many opportunities to take the lead. It's embarrassing. Their, if their kicker, their kicker went 0 for 4 on kicks. I think it was three, 3 field goals and 1 extra point. So that was 10 points. If they had 10 points, they would be 24-26 off the rip. Let alone if they scored on any of their possessions. Just a huge blunder 
by the kicking by the kicking team. It was just it was just terrible. I'm smacked, so just bear with me through this. Titans beat the Jaguars 31-10. Um, Derrick Henry had 200 yards and two touchdowns. I don't know what else I really need to say. That guy is a truck. Uh, just got to appreciate great players, man. He is a phenomenal running back. I don't even know. Last time we seen a guy like him was Eric Dickerson. The dude is 6'4", just running through dudes. But has to speed burst when he gets an open field. Dude is, dude is excellent. And last game we have was the Patriots and the Rams, which was on Thursday. I think, anyway, the Rams won 24-3. They are one of the top teams in NFC, leading the NFC West coming into the final weeks of the season. Now, I think they are probably the toughest matchup for Green Bay as far as matchups. I think it's the Rams the Saints, then the Buccaneers. I feel good about playing the Buccaneers a second time. The Saints, if they're healthy, not so much. They have a chance to game plan us. They might they might see something they like. They have a lot of weapons. A lot of a lot of things can change. I I don't remember what happened the first game around, but I think they had like an interception or two. And then the Rams, obviously, with their stellar defense. You got Jalen Ramsey on the outside. Then you got Aaron Donald in the middle, just stifling things. Definitely a tough matchup for Green Bay. And then you got their offense with Cup and Goff. Goff and Cup, Cup and Goff. Anyway, that wraps it up for the sports section. Next up, let's how about some sports? I mean, no, we just finished sports. Uh, let's talk about v- video games. Well, video, oh, I would be interested to hear what video games my uh, four listeners have been playing. How, I don't. I think it's been almost maybe a, a year since I put a last episode together. Uh, I beat eleven games, I believe, so far this year. The last one being Spider Man Miles Morales on the PlayStation Five. So I was lucky enough to uh, secure a next-gen console, and I've been really enjoying it. Right now I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima at 60 frames, which is absolutely stellar. Look, just for me, I am a sucker for just like the classic samurai movie game hack and slash thing. And that's pretty much exactly what Ghost of Tsushima is for me. Uh, I'm playing that right now. I just finished... well, uh, what's that game called? Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, for someone who never even touched Final Fantasy or has no idea what a Final Fantasy is, that game's hot. Game is hot excellence. And, ex- and justifyingly difficult at the end. So, did I beat the other games? Oh, oh, and the best game of all, Bug Snacks. You you gotta try that Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks is that hotness. Listen. Anyway, uh, what is my what is my short review of the PlayStation Five? Uh, I wish more people were able to get their hands on it. So, uh, yeah, f you scalpers. 
Uh, I think it's a great console, but at the same time, don't get caught up by hype. I don't know why people get so enthralled by, like, internet hype. It's like, I don't know. It's it's, it's just a weird thing to me. I got it because I, I'm a hardcore gamer and I play games, so, like, that's just what I do. So it's fine with me. Other people, I don't know. If you're just getting a PS5 just to play Apex Legends, which I love, but I wouldn't buy it just for that. Call of Duty or, or like, what's the point? You should be, you should just try and experience. All I'm trying to say is you should just try and experience all the great games that PlayStation has to offer. This is not conjecture. This is fact. PlayStation just has a lot of amazing experiences available. PS4 or PS5. I'm finishing out PS4 games right now. I, now what? Now before you type your letters attacking me, just just relax. I'm getting to the PS5 games, but I'm in no rush to play PS5 games because the whole the whole pizzazz hasn't been brought out yet for the PS5. Oh, wait, I know what you're about to say. What about Cyberpunk 2077? You thought wrong. Uh, that is the PS4 version, just on a much stronger system. That is no, that is no way to release a game. That game is an absolute mess. Now, the game's probably good. I'm not saying that. The game, that game is going to be good. It, like, it's not going to be a bad game. But the way you release it is very, very important for that game to be released in such a form by CD Projekt Red, the makers of The Witcher 3, which is a game I have 90 hours in. That's not the most ever, but definitely a solid amount if you fucking ask me. But it's just very strange. And if you take anything from this, don't buy games day one. There's no point. Buy it weeks or months down the road when there's a couple bunch of patches in it and it's running nice and smooth and you don't have to face that that lack of quality of life that you wouldn't have alright and that's all I got for today so if you are one of the one of my four loyal viewers that enjoyed this drop a like show support Check out my books on Amazon, Stormcry, Reign of the Fallen, and a new one coming soon. And if you check Wattpad, you might see a super secret story appear, as I'm a storyteller. And that's all we got for today. I may or may not return. It depends. I gotta get out of here before I get caught. This is an emergency broadcast. This is Ration the Goddamn Morning. Word to your mother.